Velvet Cruelty by Eve Dangerfield. Once upon a time, I was promised to a powerful man. I know my duty, but on my wedding day, I'm stolen by four men, men who loathe my fiance. They're going to use me to fulfill their vendetta. One of them only wants my body. One of them wants me as his wife. Another one offers freedom at a price, and the last one wants me dead. I was raised to be a good society wife. Now I'm facing a battle of wits and breathless desire. My only hope is to set aside my innocence or learn to use it as a weapon. Author's notes: Velvet Cruelty is a scorching romance between a woman and four beautifully dangerous men, in which she has never had to choose. Read at your own discretion. That's Velvet Cruelty by Eve Dangerfield. Get it now. Welcome back, lady listeners. Hey, lady listeners. Welcome back to the second installment of Forbidden Education by Christina Allen. We are so excited to have her with us this week. She is an absolute doll. I just, she's so nice. Like, I've never seen her upset or angry, and she's probably, like, shaking her head, like, no, I'm angry all the time. <laughs> but she's always so sweet and so nice. And she just, she just always has a smile. Like, I just, I love that kind of person. Like, she's got great energy. So we're going to talk about forbidden education and all her good stuff in just a few minutes, but we're going to catch up. I kind of let you on the cliffhanger on Thursday, on Tuesday's episode, the end of it, where I said, happy birthday, Alyssa. So her husband sent us an email and he ordered her the Read Me Romance paperbacks. If you're interested at all in um, the paperbacks of Read Me Romance, they're on our website. They're, we have four volumes, one, two, three, and four. And they all have a bunch of authors and they're all stories from the podcast. So um, if you want to go on there, 100% of the money goes back into the podcast. So it's a great way to support it. Anywho, she got, he got on there and he bought her all of the volumes and he wrote a note on it. He said, she loves read me romance. She's Aww. a huge fan of Alexa Riley. He said, it's her birthday, October 8th. He was, it's Saturday. And he said, he said, I just wanted to like do this for her for her birthday. And I was I like, buddy, you wrote the right lady. I'm going to hook you up. <laughs> loaded up this oh box. i did i said i said you're getting two boxes from me i said one box is gonna have the books and the other one's gonna have her present i actually put rural romance because mm -hmm. I, I said i wrote a note I the said, only one you i said this is the only one in the world right now <laughs> i said i said as of today you are the only person in the entire world who has this copy she is <laughs> she is she's legitimately the only person in the world that has it so. i haven't even seen one <laughs> I sent you a picture. <laughs> it's so pretty in person. That's that, that's like the prettiest paperback. We're gonna load those to our website soon too at alexarally.com. But yeah, so I sent I signed that and I put it in a bag and I put a ton of like other swag like Alexa stuff in there and stickers and I just put a bunch. I thought it was just like Guys, it was such it's a so sweet, sweet thing when a husband goes out of his way. I, I think we've had another one do that before a few years yes. ago. Reach yeah. out mm -hmm. and we sent a bunch of books and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was. I mean, because it's I, like they're really paying attention. 
Yes. I think I went downstairs and I said Lauren Donner. My husband would be like, Who? I think I've heard that name before. <laughs> Mine would be like, I've never heard of her. I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure I have an entire room dedicated to this woman. <laughs> like, I'm he pretty would, like, sure I've think spent about the, last, it. He'd be like, the last 12 years of my life have been nothing but her. Are you sure she's not in this <laughs> marriage with us? <laughs> I'm like, do you not remember when we go to Outback and we say that weird Every Lauren Donner prayer? Time, like, no. I wonder if she's going to be here. Every time I go through the Starbucks drive through I hope to see her, even though she lives in Nevada. <laughs> we oh. love you, Lauren. Um, so, yeah. So, I just thought that was so sweet. So, I just wanted to give her a little shout out for her birthday. Okay. I hope that this plays afterwards. Otherwise, we're going to have to delete the whole episode. Okay, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, did I just fuck this up? And this is like the, the week before. Okay, good. No, right. this would definitely <laughs> be more than fun. Yeah. I just thought that was just such a sweet thing. So, anyways, I just wanted to call that out. And, you know, like, I, I'm not even, like, praising. The, I think it was really sweet that the husband was paying attention. This is still bare minimum shit, okay? I don't want to give it too much so credit minimum. out there. Because, like, if he loved you, he would. This is the kind of shit. If he loved you, he would. Mine doesn't love me, obviously. So I still think about the <laughs> stupid thing of how my husband takes my hearing aids out when I fall asleep. I love that. I know. I don't know why. I think that's, like, the most it endearing so thing sweet. in the world. That I fall asleep. you to I'm hear like, him. I'm like, I am getting so good at remember putting my hearing aids on the dock every he's like, night. He's like, sure. no, you're not. I'm taking them out of your ears. He's like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I went to Mexico I know, on vacation. For your, for your husband's know. birthday. Yeah, it was my husband's birthday and also my one of my best friends. It was her 40th. So this group that we went down with, there were 23 people in this group. Can you imagine that you know no, I already got anxiety. It, it already happened. <laughs> it was the greatest trip. It was fantastic. Like we did we did a couple of group activities where everybody was together. And we laughed and had, and it was like, at one point we were outside, like just all sitting at a table and like, all, all kind of like hanging out. And somebody was like, you know, said to one of my friends, how do you know this many cool people? And she's like, I don't know, but they're all kind of the same. <laughs> like, And it was true. Like we all kind of broke off in different groups throughout the week and got to spend time with friends that we knew and new people that we got to meet. And there was only like one real incident of like somebody not having a good time. And, and she left like, you know, before everybody else did. So it was fine. But, um, I got kind of, it wasn't sick. me. No, <laughs> it wasn't you. <laughs> no, no. Um, I got kind of seasick one day, so I was oh, kind of the bum that day, but, um, but overall I was really happy because we took this catamaran and I don't, I don't do boats well on oceans. Um, on a lake I'm okay. Cause it's not really that choppy. Um, if I'm like driving the boat, I'm okay. But out at sea, I don't, for whatever reason, get really seasick. Even on a cruise ship, I've taken three cruises and all three of them were miserable because I was seasick the whole fucking time. Damn, that's hot. Because it was like, like a little bit of movement the whole time where it was just like, nope, I need something solid to stand on. And they, they, you can't find that. So anyways, um, sorry to say all that. But yeah, so they told me, okay, the catamaran, they were like, it's going to go from here where we're on land and, they're like, and it's going to drive out to that. 
and there was an island like out there were like it's 15 minutes you're gonna go from here to there and i was like that's it and they were like yeah that's it i was like i can do that no problem we were on this fucker three hours <laughs> i was like this is not this is not the thing guys but like so i didn't realize like we went out there and so like he took us to one point to like show us something we all got off and got to snorkel and do all this stuff and then we get back on and go another part we go swimming and then we go to this other part and i was just like this is awful <laughs> but when we finally get to the destination that's like the island across the way yeah. and he's like we're going there i get there and i'm like I tell the guy who our, our driver was awesome. His name was Martin. He was so Martin. He was fantastic. And I, we get off the boat and I stand on the scene. I was like, I need to lay down. And he was like, right this way. He said, we have a bed over here that we keep reserved for us. It was the fucking huge ass sunbed with like a shade over. It. And he's like, right here. And I lay down and I fucking nap for two hours. And it oh, was, it. It, it was incredible. Everybody else went and like shopped and ate and drank and had fun. I was like, no guys, I'm good. Everybody can leave their stuff here. I'm good. Okay. Oh, and take I did. A nap? It was amazing. I was like, okay, this made up for it. So, but no, it was, it was such a fun trip and I could not get over the amount of people that went how smooth our trip was nobody had any problems there was a fucking hurricane coming and everybody mm -hmm. had to fly through miami to get home yeah. so it was like we we're like this is gonna be a not no problems not one we were like all panicking but carrie the who planned it who i've talked about her on the podcast before um she's magical adventures by carrie if you ever want to help booking a big group or even a small one she's awesome but like we had her she kept us updated on emails and was like Make sure you do this. I called individually for everybody's flight, everybody's transportation. She called for all 23 of us and did that. It, it was just, it was fantastic. Like it was such a pleasant thing to not have to worry about yeah. any of the stuff there. So it ended up being just a really great trip. I was, I was super glad that I ended up going because there was times before I was like, I'm not going to do this. This is going to be a mess. Like this is going to be drama. There's so many people and. Yeah. No, it was awesome. So I'm glad I did it. <laughs> and then I asked you, what did you do while I was gone? And you're like, fuck. I know. I was literally like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Nothing. I was really like, what did I do these last two weeks? You sent <laughs> emails to me. You, I you sent <laughs> Listen, uh, lady listeners, listen. I woke up yesterday morning. I said, Melissa, you have sent me 14 emails in 24 hours. You good? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? It was like, I could hear your thoughts as you were like, bam, and then this, and then this, and then bam, and oh, by the way, this, and this, and I was like. We are in a cowboy series. So I got everybody promotion stuff together for each author. You did so good. You to so send good. out so that we can publish for everybody else's authors. Mm -hmm. And then I decided I was like, oh, you were I, in it. And you then were I was like, like I focused turn, in. And then I and then I went down this loophole of I can turn these one books into reading romance books. Mm -hmm. So I'm reading yep. through old books. Oh my god! <laughs> like I don't know how you did it. I don't know how recovering you did it. things. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then I get on Smashwords, and that was another. And you whole... you put all our books on Smashwords. 
I've, so, put, I've got a huge chunk gone onto Smashwords, and then Smashwords took me down an audio hole. So oh, then I shit, they have in, audio? Oh, yes, that's fuck. why I, I think I asked mm. a few questions. Yeah, you did. The closer one, And then yeah. so I sent a few emails about uh-huh. that. I'm, I thought I was like, she's going to kill me. I was like, none of this is urgent. This is random, <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. Random shit. <laughs> no big deal. I'm just, the day I'm back from vacation, it's fine. It's just <laughs> 14 random emails. stuff I thought about, got ahead of. Just from you. 14 emails just from you. Imagine when everybody else sent. <laughs> that's like, this is urgent. Because when I get down, going down a hole, it's done, it's done mm-hmm. for. Oh, you know what? You were talking about how many books you got loaded to Smashwords. So we're writing a series right now. I know we probably mentioned it before. It's called like, um, what is it that we decided that the... Um, Your daddy likes it? No, no, no. The Troping Through the Snow, oh. the winter books that we're writing right now. So yeah. we're in the process of writing the series. So it's three books. And then it's one for the podcast, right? No. Or is it two books? Or is it four books and one for the podcast? Yeah. It's four. Okay. It's five, technically. Yes. Four books and then one short one for the podcast. Yeah. So we're writing those right now. And I noticed the other day, because, you know, I have a spreadsheet with all the books we've written. And then I have all the names of the heroine and heroes. And so we can keep up with it. That we, the book that we have coming out is called The Cozy Agreement. That's book 200. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, we're going to hit it. We're going to hit, we're going to hit 200 books before the end of this year, which is That's wild. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. And the they're not all short. I'm only, ro- I'm only loading the bundles. If it's been bundled, I'm not loading all the singles, guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't blame you. Not with that. That's insane. But yeah, so be on the lookout for those. We have um, two books that release in October. By the time you hear this, they'll already have been out. But make sure you check them out if you don't miss them. They're both standalones, which we hardly ever do. So that's kind of cool. But um, the first one is Bought by the Cowboy, which is just like a rodeo like it's so filthy that was fun and i mean then, we were literally gonna name it trashy before we yeah. decided to put it in this cowboy series with and then we had to rename it <laughs> i was like no we're calling this trashy but um yeah and then the second one is your daddy likes it which apparently the draft apple, digital did not like it <laughs> apple nook and kobo did not much care did not for like it title. they did not so, like the daddy in it so, like, on our website and Eden and Smash and other places, it's your daddy likes it. Uh-huh. But on Kobo, Apple, and Nook, it's likes it. Just likes it. <laughs> like, fuck it. Just take out the your daddy part. Because it was know. the easiest thing. Because we're like, if we're going to retitle it, I we're going to have to explain it to I them. Know, I know. I was and like, this was isn't like, fair. Because I feel like all hmm. these people get away with saying milk mm-hmm. and crap yeah. like that. And I was like, this is just the opposite yeah but this is like it's even like tongue-in-cheek because yeah she's you know like the title your daddy likes it it's not even his dad you know it's like i don't know it's just it's meant to be funny it's meant to be a even play if on it words. was his dad it's not <clears throat> incest it's since they went on yes. one date mm-hmm. they never even like i'm like this is bullshit this probably but you know men. who doesn't you know who doesn't care shit mm-hmm. smash words <laughs> The brother, the dad, <laughs> all of them. She could have been the sister. Yeah. Or really, they all could have oh, fucked. Fuck. And Smashwords would have been like, "Are they all eighteen? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah." And they're like, "All right." 
You need to put Taboo Tales on there. The original trailer park I version. I thought about that. You need to put the original trailer park version where all three I of them of, I literally thought about that. I was like, I should put the original Ooh, one on here. Because they were related. The dad and the son, right? Yeah. They were related. They don't give a shit. No. As long as there's only one rule. I cannot believe we wrote. I can't believe we wrote that book. And that we still live to see the light of day. <laughs> you know, I will say going back through and loading some of these books mm-hmm. made me like very nostalgic for some yeah. of them. I yeah. was like, oh my God. Like the they Promise so series. Mm-hmm. And, Those were fun. They were a good time. Uh, the too hard and too many. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. those it are was good. Just like, God, mm-hmm. you forget how good some of those old books were. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we write good books, which doesn't feel like we should say that, but yeah. But it's you know they all kind of sometimes they kind of blend in together when you have two hundred. So like I get yeah. it, but um. So yeah, so check out those two books that we have in October, and then we have five before the end of the year. <laughs> so. That's what we're, fingers crossed, we'll get those done before the end of the year. So, or maybe it will be Christmas or, Christmas or New Year's. <laughs> Look out for them. One of these might be a ringing in the New Year type of book. So, yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that. <laughs> know, right. Like, oh, no big deal. We'll just have to get these in. Someone tell our editor, please, we have five books to get to her before then. No big deal. I noticed this morning that I put my underwear on sideways that the crotch was at my hip. You're talking to a girl who puts her pants on backwards. <laughs> like, how? I didn't even notice it until lunch. That's how, that's how much it I didn't. once had two pairs of underwear on. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> you were double duty in that day. You did not want to be caught outside. You didn't want to be like, no, I don't want to be caught without panties on. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, before I forget, I also want to mention, too, on this episode, I'm getting my mammogram this week. This is your yearly reminder or your first time reminder. I'm going to be I'm going to be your advocate right now. OK, if you have never had a mammogram, it doesn't matter how old you are. Get a mammogram, get your first one, get a baseline while your breasts are healthy. So that in the future, if there is a problem, they have something to compare it to. If you go of, in, oh, sorry, a lot of ahead. insurance companies won't let you get them early. Mm-hmm. So I had to send in a request because both of my grandma, mm-hmm. my grandma and my great grandma had breast cancer. So I was approved, but you have to go through yeah. a process. So I yeah. want you to get them mm-hmm. as soon as you can, but the insurance company doesn't want you to get well, them. Well, it depends on your insurance carrier too. All I had to do, my doctor just had to list that I had a history of it, that I had a paternal grandmother with a history. And granted, my grandmother didn't get it until she was in her 70s. So. At that point, it wasn't a huge concern. But. Not for nothing, guys. My mom got cervical cancer in her 30s. Shit. In her 30s. Mm-hmm. So. You can't play around with that shit. No. So, I just want to say, if you think, like, oh, I'm not 40 yet. I don't need to have a mammogram yet. Like, you know, it's not time. It Ask your doctor, okay? Talk to your doctor, especially if there's a history of it. 
push to get that done because a baseline healthy yeah. breast mammogram is the best thing you can do for prevention. So, and, and not just like prevention on seeing things that might be wrong later, but helping determine what something is later too. If, like I said, if there does ever, you know, if there's ever a problem, so do that. You get the HPC, H, HPV vaccination, the Gardasil. Make sure you get that <laughs> if you can. Make so. sure your son gets it too. Yes. Yes. Make sure I made my get son it get it. I know mm-hmm. people, they say it's for girls. No, mm-hmm. I made, I made my son get it too. Yep. So he cannot transmit it to females, even though it does nothing to him, mm-hmm. but he will never be able to give it to another woman. Exactly. The more you know. So anyways, that's just my. Get your flu shots. Yeah. Get your fucking shots. They're free at CVS. Get your pussy checked. (laughs) Or like get stuck. Yeah. Get pumped. Smash your tits. Get your tits smashed up in it. God, it's going to fucking hurt too. I know we're going to do it. Like my titty. I'm like, you got plenty of it. Shut the fuck up. fit well they have to oh oh does it fit yes it does in fact fit because they'll like punch that thing in there (laughs) those let me tell you those nurses they don't give a fuck (laughs) oh you know what's so funny is like i'm glad my sister doesn't listen to this because i'm gonna talk shit about her for a second so like my dad's been kind of sick lately and so you know my sister i was like oh you know go check on dad make sure he's feeling okay or whatever and she was like you know i told him Da, 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 da. And this is what he needs to do and i don't know what else to tell you he's been doing all this and da, da, da. and my brother is just texting me he's just like man those nurses in that bedside manner <laughs> like, because you know her and my mom both are like going off on all the shit my dad's done wrong to land him sick you know <laughs> and me mom, my brother and i like maybe he just needs a little compassion <laughs> so, yeah this exactly yeah so those hey, nurses don't something. play around it does work because like i said when we mentioned about me hitting the wall and me being worried about something happening mm-hmm. to him you know he went and got a bunch of tests and stuff done yeah he went and got a new heart thing done ran on a skin and he's been eating healthier good so tell me give up those cigarettes story tell me give up those cigarettes like when you go he to hasn't Christmas. been smoking for like two years oh uh-uh, that's yeah. awesome yeah he quit smoking a few years ago Good for him. That's so just great. do the guilt trip. Be like, yeah, I'm just guilt scared. them to death. Yeah. That usually works better. <laughs> then when you're hard, when you come in hard, they come hard back. I know, right? Fuck them. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Christine Allen. Um, like I said, the book you're about to listen to, the second installment of Forbidden Education, it is the prequel into the Sexy Romantic series. So if you like Forbidden Education, make sure you go check out all that good stuff. So what else have we got on here? Oh, the new her newest release is Twisted Origins. Make sure you check that out. And then she is giving away an audiobook this week in any of her series. I did want to mention she's got some really interesting books that I just, I love this idea of this one. It's Firefly. It's a speakeasy romance. Which I just thought was like the coolest thing. Like I haven't seen many of those, and I just thought that was a really neat concept. And um, so in other, she's got these hybrid series with like a shifter romances. Um, she's got male male. Like there's everything you can think of. She's got one of them, and so it's really fun to like 
don't yeah. know. If you just want to try her out, like if you like this book and you like what you're listening to, she's got tons of audio and she's got everything. So I think that's great. Nice. So make sure you check all that out and then hit the show notes for links to her website and all that good stuff. So I think that's Let's it. Send them in. All right. See you guys on the other side. Chapter four. Bigger Dick Energy. Jared. Which one of you wants to go first? My affirmative response is at the tip of my tongue, but I pause and consider someone other than myself for the first time. Cooper. Even though our situation was mainly my idea, he deserves first dibs. I've succeeded in bringing him out of his shell for several years, but this one act might finally rid him of his skittish nature. If you don't mind, Talia, I'll watch. Oh, how generous of you. But this is a team sport, and everybody participates. Typically, words such as these would pique my interest. But when she straightens and I can finally clearly see what's underneath her sheer garment, I nearly demand to have her first. From my experience, most women either go brawless or wear some skimpy push-ups, but not Talia. No. She has stickers in the shape of stars covering her voluptuous chest. I'm unsure if it's sewn into the see-through dress but I'm itching to find out. I already noticed the thong she's wearing from behind, but the cut in the front is so skimpy that her bare pussy peeks out the corners of each side. Couple that with the tight skirt-like bottom, and you have easy access all around. After I finish ogling the beauty, I turn to Cooper. Are you good with this arrangement? Yeah. He replies, nodding, his eyes never meeting mine. He's transfixed on her. And that's exactly what I want. His mind preoccupied with the now. My thoughts return to what Talia said. Frowning, my gaze returns to hers. What do you mean by everyone participates? If you're busy with Cooper, then how can I contribute? Jared, she tisks. I thought you, of all people, would have a better imagination. She arches her brow and motions to the chase, yet I'm still not following. You want me to sit? No, I want you to lounge in the chair like an emperor surveying his subjects. Then... When Cooper touches me with his mouth, I want you to pull your cock out and stroke it slowly. Can you do that? Yes. She again moistens her lips, this time my raspy tone the cause. On your knees in front of me, Cooper. My friend wordlessly follows her command, lowering himself to the position she requested. He grips her garment and slowly slides it up to her waist, skimming his thumbs along the frame of her sex. 
Natalia gasps when Cooper cups her ass and squeezes while kissing along her hip bone. Gerard, she breathes, her eyes on me. Assume the position and present that beautiful cock to me. I need a moment. Fuck, maybe even a bit longer. I can see why Cooper is so into this woman. One heated gaze from her brings my dick to attention. When she taught us in school, Talia was different, primmer, and more proper. Who knew this siren with a healthy sexual appetite hid behind that friendly smile? Stop, Cooper. He doesn't listen and continues to nip at her inner thigh. In response, she fists his hair and gently pulls him back. Your friend doesn't like taking orders. Until he does as I ask, we can't continue. Cooper tries to turn to me, but she forces him to stare at her crotch. Fuck, man, I'm seconds away from tasting her, and you better not ruin this for me. I apologize, I was distracted. Distracted? Do I bore you? Not at all. I shove my hand in my boxer briefs and fist my cock, slowly stroking it. Smirking at my move, she juts her chin toward the chase. Once I take my seat, I cock my legs open and free my dick. That's a good boy, Jared. I almost say something along the lines of, I'm no one's boy, but my thoughts quickly dissipate when someone else enters the room. My questioning gaze shoots to Talia's, and she flashes a knowing grin. It's like she's in on some secret and inwardly boasting that she kept it from us. Cooper appears as dumbfounded as me, or at least I think he does. I can't quite see his expression because Talia keeps a steadying hand pressed against the back of his head, holding him in place. Jared, this is Sasha, and she's here at my request. You see, I expected you to test my patience. Domination is in your DNA, and I suspected it would be a battle of wills with our similar personalities. I study the woman, and I'm enamored. I've always had a thing for women with long, dark hair, and she is no different. Her plump lips and curvy body do something to my dick. I swear it's aching at one sultry look from her. New game. Sasha will wrap her lips around your cock and suck for two minutes. If you can keep yourself from coming... I will allow you to run the show and add her to the mix. If not, I'm in charge and she leaves. Too easy. I'm known for my stamina, and not one woman has broken me yet. Too much talking, Cooper points out. Let me eat your pussy while the two of you negotiate whatever. One second, Cooper. I'm about to knock your friend down a notch. He snorts. <laughs> this I have to see. Not necessary. Keep your eyes where they are. She raises her perfectly arched brow. 
Do we have a deal? Deal. Excellent. You may start, Sasha. Da. I will break him, she says in a thick Russian accent. You may resume, Cooper, but this time, put your hands behind your back and remove my panties with your teeth. Hold on a second. Oliver interrupts my recollection. So, your high school teacher brought you two together and added a fourth person? I nod. Yes, haven't you been listening? Oliver takes a sip of his beer. I'm sitting right here, and honestly, the whole scenario doesn't make much sense. Push aside the fact that I'm actively discussing my brother-in-law's past hookups, which will probably put me in therapy. No teacher would cross that line. Plus, it feels like you're embellishing. I'm not. You are, Cooper rolls his eyes. If I'm not mistaken, Sasha was her assistant, and we didn't meet her until the next day. He's embarrassed because he popped too early and lost the bet. Fuck off, I growl. You were too busy to notice anyway. If you say so, Cooper chuckles. I still say you didn't hook up with your teacher. Can I finish already? I'm almost done. Carry on. Thank you, Josh. So, there I am, hard as fuck, and having a new appreciation for the Russian accent. Da, I will break him. Her confidence is such a turn-on, though it will be I who will break her. You may resume, Cooper, but this time put your hands behind your back and remove my panties with your teeth. I paid no attention to what happens next between Cooper and Talia. Instead, my gaze focuses on Sasha. She doesn't tease, and I appreciate it. I like a woman who knows exactly what she wants. In this case, she's all about my cock. Quick as a whip, she drops to her knees in front of me and fists my shaft, squeezing a little. Not one to waste time, Sasha wraps her lips around the tip of me and swallows me whole. I swear to fucking God, I had no idea any woman could go so deep in the blink of an eye. My toes curl, my eyes roll back in my head, and my short nails practically tear into the chase's fabric. There is no need to push her head down to the base of me because she completely swallows me whole. Fuck! Is all I manage to say, though it comes out as a kind of gasp groan. I will not come. I will not come. I repeat the mantra in my head for what seems like forever, but it's merely a minute. When I filled her mouth, I momentarily lost all sensation, except the feeling of bliss and ecstasy rolled into one. You're a witch. My pants sounds like a staccato beat, each in-between breath short and sharp. Her moaning around my cock does nothing to regulate my breathing, but I eventually get it together. I win. I narrow my eyes at her. You tricked me. 
quit your sulking and rest up. I'm not done with you yet. Besides, Cooper's been patient enough. Chapter 5 Please Cooper Damn! Though I didn't get to see it, Jared sounded spent. Never in my wildest dreams could I imagine him folding in such a spectacular way. Although, to be honest, I'm a little jealous. Only a little. Since you were so patient, you may use your hands to remove my underwear. I do as she instructs, kissing my way up and down her body until she's completely naked. When I take my boxer briefs off, it's then I realize Sasha's absence. Jared seems to be blitzed out of his mind, leaving only me to entertain Talia. In no time, my back is to her bed, and she straddles my chest while I toy with her nipples. Sit on my face, I demand, but she responds with a chuckle. Sweetheart, I planned on it, but before I do, I felt the need to enlighten you on a few things. This is the first time you and Jared shared, right? I'm a little embarrassed by the question, like it matters now. Still, what man would willingly admit to something they consider a fault? Despite my misgivings, I'm honest. Talia would probably be able to catch me in a lie anyway. She seems to have this uncanny power for reading people. Yes. How am I doing so far? For a beginner, you're perfect. But there's still much more to learn. How so? Slowly, Talia glides her wet pussy up the remainder of my chest until it's fully resting against my mouth. Start off slow, while I explain and gradually increase your speed. Do this without touching yourself. <laughs> I agree, my mouth covering her core. Gradually, I lave the tip of my tongue along her labia. Then, oh so deliberately, I piston my tongue in and out of her core, being careful with the pace. Allow me to enlighten you about sharing yourself with multiple partners. One person will always be dominant. She rakes her fingers through my hair, fists it, and pulls. The slight sliver of pain only increases my arousal. There's no way around it. It's harder to please your partner when two participants fight over who gets to be on top. Cooper, you tend to acquiesce easily, making you perfect for a threesome. Yet, remember that there will come a time when you need to take charge. You'll know when it happens, but for now, do what feels right. Taking that as my cue, I cup one of her ass cheeks and lift her a little. Then I coat two fingers with her arousal. Finally, without any preamble, I thrust my fingers into her tight hole, and she shivers. Ah! Uh. <laughs> yes, you're learning. 
after a few more successive thrusts, I slide my fingers out and return to devour her. <sighs> Recovered yet, Jared? She asks in a breathy tone. Yeah, he replies begrudgingly. I would laugh at him, but I'm preoccupied. Good. I think it's time I teach you about control. Without looking at him, I sense Jared is ready to protest, but Talia shuts him down with a careless hand wave. Before you begin boasting about your legendary status, need I remind you about what happened mere moments ago? Surprisingly, he's silent. So, you can follow orders, huh? You see, Cooper here has a masterful tongue. She undulates her hips against my face, giving my lips a welcomed workout. I suck her clit and taste her everywhere, her intoxicating scent leaving me drunk with pleasure. He's ravenous for two reasons. Her words sound like a moan as she grinds my face faster. The first is because I restricted him from stroking himself. It keeps his attention squarely on me. And the second? Jared rasps as Talia rides my tongue. Though my eyes are heavy-lidded, I watch her generous tits bounce up and down, and their motion nearly makes me come. Hold on, Cooper. Hold on. That part is easy. Our bodies take pleasure in tastes and delicious aromas. Since his face is buried in my pussy, he likes what he smells. I don't understand what that has to do with control or dominance. It's simple, Jet. I grip her by the ass and pull her closer. God, she feels divine. Yes, Cooper. Like that. Do you need a minute? No. Her hips slow, and I groan in frustration. To answer your question, if you can lead by example, meaning you hold yourself back, no matter what. It makes the outcome that much better. I could have come a moment ago, but I didn't. Cooper is practically trembling under me. She's right. Though I'm enjoying this act, my dick is basically concrete and screaming for any attention. I can do that. Excellent. She breaks our connection and slides down, pausing at my waist. Lube and condoms are on the nightstand. The only job you both have now is to make me writhe and beg to come. Challenge accepted. Jared tosses me a condom, and I waste no time suiting up. Eventually, she rises above me, hovering over my engorged tip. Talia lowers herself onto me, and a sense of relief hits me right in the dick. Instead of moving, she lies flat on my chest and waits, opening herself up to Jared. Without a word, my friend enters her tight channel and holy fuck, I can't help myself. I start to move. Dahlia doesn't protest when I force her to ride me while Jared takes her from behind. In fact, she allows us to do whatever we want to her, 
like it's some type of reward for her twisted tutorial. After I fuck her pussy for a while, we switch up, and it's Jared she's riding. This change in positions goes on for at least an hour. There's coming in between, but honestly, it all blurs together. By morning, we're all half dead and wrapped in each other. When we eventually wake, Talia leaves us with some parting words. You two have two years at best to fuck around, but I can't wait for the day when you find a woman who will turn you on your heads. Please, Jared scoffs. I plan on being a bachelor forever. She snorts. If you say so. What about you, Cooper? Probably. If I can't have Beth, what's the point of trying? I'm seeing a girl, so it might happen. She's a bitch, Cooper. Just promise me you won't marry her. Not a chance. She and I aren't too serious. And it probably won't last with my luck. Chapter 6 Double Your Pleasure Jared Present Day Well, that's an hour of my life I'll never get back. Oliver massages the bridge of his nose. Was there a point to this story other than how much tail you scored back in the olden days? Olden days? I scoff, affronted. That was... I do some quick mental math and frown. Whatever. Don't be sad, Grandpa. Oliver pats me on the back, and his condescending words make me want to punch him in the gut. If I weren't married to his sister, I might. At least you don't have any gray hair. Oh, wait. His gaze travels to my left side and he points. I guess I spoke too soon. Oliver is such a smartass and has been since I met him when he was 16. Therefore, I'm not going to humor him with a reaction. I can see the wheels turning, Jerry. You're trying to decide if I'm full of shit or if you are, in fact, heading toward Elderlyville. I glare at him for botching my name on purpose. I'm telling Marla on you is the best thing I can come up with. His response is to smirk. <laughs> I swear, Josh chuckles. This never gets old. You two should start a comedy act. What's so funny? Talia materializes in front of us again, smiling warmly. She's still as beautiful as ever, but there's no attraction on my end. I don't need to look at Josh to realize he's reached the same conclusion. Nothing. My brother-in-law is just giving me grief. So, you got married. She places a hand on her hips and smiles. I have to meet the woman who was able to tame you. Uh, sure. The fuck she won't. My wife has a temper, and I'm not crazy enough to introduce her to a former lover. Despite how much she loves me, she'd cut my dick off for even suggesting such a thing. The Danny debacle comes to mind, and I shiver, recalling all the shit she put us through years ago. Great. 
Do you have any kids? Yes, five. Her eyes widen. Five? Yep, and number six is due soon. Jesus, aren't you fertile? Josh has three and a fourth on the way, I motioned to my friend, who's been silent since Talia returned. Oh, he's Josh again. She bites her bottom lip. Interesting. Yeah, he mumbles. My wife preferred my original name. You got the girl. I'm glad. Did my teachings give you some inspiration? I suppose they did. Silence passes between us, but leave it to Oliver to point out the obvious. So are we just going to gloss over the fact that you banged your teacher? I mean, seriously, does no one find this situation awkward? I wasn't even there, and I'm embarrassed. I see you're still a sharer, Jared. She winks, and for some reason it makes me feel guilty. I never keep secrets from Marla, so I will be telling her about our bar night after she gives birth. I learned early on never to upset her during pregnancy. About that, Talia starts, but she's quickly interrupted by someone who looks a lot like her. Eliza, did you get us a table because I am starving? My eyes meet Talia's, turn to her companion, and then go back to her. She flashes a you-caught-me expression. Oh my goodness, Josh and Jared? It's me, Miss Baldwin. Realization settles in, and honestly, I'm not mad. On the contrary, I'm impressed she pulled this off. This is my twin, Eliza. Eliza, these two were my students years ago. We've met. How? She frowns. Remember the times I switched with you at work? The real Talia elbows Eliza, our apparent spring break hookup, in the gut. You said you'd take that to your grave. <laughs> Don't worry, sis. We're all adults now, and I doubt they'll inform the school board. Besides, we only did it a few times. I get it. I have triplets, and they are always trying to pull one over on me. And don't worry, we won't say a word. Thanks, boys. Let's go, Eliza. The server is signaling us. She gives us a quick wave and drags our hookup away. Tali, I mean, Eliza, gives us one last look and smirks before taking her seat. My guess is she never told her sister about our spring break adventure. Best to keep that to herself anyway. I think we need to call it a night after that development. Josh finishes the last sip of his beer and stands. Agreed. I follow suit, laying cash on the bar to cover our tab. Despite this new information, the night we spent together changed the trajectory of our lives. Maybe Josh wouldn't have married Beth if it weren't for her. Or perhaps I'm just reading into things. Can I just say... This has been the most entertaining night I've ever had. Please invite me to your next one. You silly idiot. There won't be a next one for a while. The babies are due soon, 
And if you prefer to keep your balls attached, you'll nix the nights out. Then it's a good thing you went out with a bang. Literally. Fuck off, Oliver. Epilogue Pursuit of Happiness Jared Six Years After Spring Break What's the big deal? Cooper grumbles as he barges into my office. I was on an important call with a client. I wouldn't have bothered you if it wasn't something urgent. And it was. Danny Sullivan did me a solid and this favor will change Cooper's life for the better. He just doesn't know it yet. Well, out with it. I don't have all day. Sit. I motion to the chair in front of me, but Cooper instead folds his arms across his chest and glares. No, I think I'll stand. I steeple my fingers. I'm certain you'll want to sit for this news. I give him my most serious expression, and he quickly sobers. Cooper knows I only use this look when it's something meaningful, so he takes a seat and studies me. He looks worried, as he should be, because what I have to share with him may not even work, but if it does, he'll owe me big time. Are you sick or something? No. But maybe this idea is. Oh well, I'm just going to go for it. Remember my friend Danny? He thinks for a minute, and then his eyes brighten. The clingy blonde with a nice rack? Yes, her. His description of Danny is entirely accurate, which reminds me I need to scrape her off real soon. She doesn't like to take no for an answer, and I could see that causing me issues in the future. But she and I can fool around a little longer before I move on to someone else. What about her? Did you know she works with a certain redhead? Cooper stiffens. Because of his feelings for Beth, he hasn't ever dated a redhead. It's sad, really, because they tend to be the most adventurous in bed, which leads me to my news. Well, this particular ginger joined my dating agency and had a special request. She wanted to treat herself to two men for the holidays, and I may or may not have manipulated her into picking us. You what? Are we talking about Beth here? Of course we are. I found you an inn, and you'd be a fool to turn this down. You want me to allow you to sleep with a woman I've loved since forever just so she'll give me the time of day? He sounds pissed, which makes sense, but I'll get him to agree. Don't think of it that way, Cooper. See it as a sort of gateway into her heart. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Perhaps, but your girl, Beth, is adamant about this threesome. Would you rather she be with someone else? Cooper goes silent as he ponders my question. The last time he and I hooked up with somebody, it was a pretty epic night. Talia was wild, and my dick still remembers what she felt like. Let me think about it, Jared. You can, but the time is limited. She's looking to do this on Christmas, 
so you'll have about a week to get your shit together and decide. Okay, he says quietly. As he turns to exit my office, Cooper gives me one last look before he leaves, gently shutting my door behind him. My best friend is a complicated guy. Even now, he never goes after what he wants. I always have to push him and push him until he caves. However, this time, the decision is up to him. Still, I believe he'll make the right choice and do whatever it takes to make Beth his. Are you curious to find out what happens next? Check out Coming for Christmas, Cooper and Beth's story, available now. This is Forbidden Education, a sexy romantic series prequel by Christina Allen. Narrated by James R. Cheatham. Welcome back. Welcome back, lady listeners. Thank you so much to Christina Allen for being with us this week. We really appreciate you bringing us Forbidden Education and allowing us to play it on the podcast. She is just an absolute sweetheart. Go follow her on TikTok. She has the most fun on TikTok. And she's just like she's just so happy like it's just a breath of fresh air when you go in there and listen to her stuff i i wanted to go ahead and also mention the blurred line series which is out and rolling which actually oh yeah yeah it's so your daddy likes it is in Mm -hmm. it what it is is Mm -hmm. the blurred line series a bunch of authors the books aren't connected but it's called blurred lines because you're supposed to be very like very touchy on taboo Mm -hmm. like really riding the lines and like I'm going through, I'm going to link it. So you have all of them in one spot, but half of these authors at least have been on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at that list with Jenica Snow putting it together. I looked at the list. I was like, oh, there's some good shit on here. (laughs) I was like, yeah. So I'm going to link that so you guys can go ahead and Mm -hmm. start checking those out as they come out one by one, because Mm -hmm. by this time, there's going to be like five or six out. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Um, make sure you join us here um week after next. Next week we're gonna have a break. Um, we're gonna just take a little breather and get some shit done that we keep putting off. Mel's gonna go on vacation. I'm going so. to Vegas. She's going to Vegas, bitches. So um, and Sedona. Sor- yeah. yeah, Sedona. Oh my god, it's right? gonna be so beautiful. Yeah. You're gonna have such a great time. That's gonna be a good trip. I can't wait to hear all about it. And be utterly jealous. <laughs> um, the week after that, make sure you join us. We're going to have Ella Good on the podcast. So we're going to bring you a whole brand new book with that. So, All right. Anything else? It. I think that's it. Tell <laughs> them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye, guys. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance.